Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast. Hi, welcome. The title of my teaching today is The Coming Kingdom. You know, there's a kingdom coming. And Jesus speaks often of it in the parables. So welcome to Prophecy Countdown. I'm Pastor Ken. We provide two updates each week on this channel called Prophecy Countdown. Our su on Sundays, our message premieres at 1 p.m. and on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Uh, today's, uh, today's topic, again, is from the parables. It's called The Coming Kingdom. It will be in Matthew chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. If you have questions, by the way, um, or if you'd like to suggest a topic, uh, you can write to us at prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. So let's get into the lesson today. Again, the title of my message is The Coming Kingdom. We'll be looking at Matthew chapter 13, uh, eight verses, verses 10 through 17. We'll read that first. Uh, verse 10, and the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given, and, whoever, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not seeing, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will not hear, and shall not understand, and seeing you will not see, and shall not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes have been closed, lest they should hear, see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. Verse 16, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For assuredly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. You know, prayer, parables were the primary way that Jesus taught about the coming kingdom of God. Uh, the parables taught, uh, parables taught are often, uh, you can be described this way, the parables of Jesus. They are earthly stories with kingdom significance. Remembering that the parables in the Bible are about kingdom of God is, is important. If we're to understand the deeper, uh, the more spiritual truths of the kingdom. Now here in Matthew 13, at this point in the ministry, Jesus uh, begins to speak in parables. And pretty much he will be speaking in parables through the rest of his, his earthly ministry. Um, and he'll explain these parables uh, typically only to the disciples. Uh, there would be those that would habitually and continually reject the message of Jesus. And these are the ones that he speaks about when he says, For their, the hearts of these people have grown dull, and their ears are hard of hearing, their eyes have been closed. You know, Jesus knew the difference between those who had been given ears to hear, and though, but persisted in unbelief. Uh, never hearing, but uh, hearing, but never really perceiving. Later, the Apostle Paul would say that these people were always learning, but never able to acknowledge the truth. It's in his letter to Timothy. 
However, for those of us, and including hopefully you in it as well, who embrace this truth, particularly the truth given by Jesus through the parables, we are given more truth. As it said, truth upon truth. In reality, there are, there are way too many people that are happy with this present state of affairs and embrace the kingdom of God as if it had already come and all they really needed to do was hear the words of Jesus and they're saved and they're happy. Um, now, they may be saved and they may be listening, but they really aren't hearing. There's a truth that in many ways, the kingdom of God is already already but not yet. That term already but not yet was coined about 100 years ago. And the Bible does speak to it. In some sense, God's kingdom is already in force. You know, both John the Baptist as well as Jesus came and preached, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And because Jesus died on the cross for the sins of mankind, he was buried in a tomb and rose on the third day and ascended into heaven, that there is a kingdom that's available to everyone that would believe. However, that's not where the kingdom ends. That's actually where the kingdom begins. You see, Jesus clearly said that he is coming back again. And this is where we see the fullness of the coming kingdom. For example, in 1 John uh, chapter 3, verse 2. Now, this John is the same one that not only wrote the Gospel of John, but also wrote the last book in the New Testament, which is the uh, Revelation, the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Um, John writes this in verse uh, 2. He says, Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known, but we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. You know, this is just one glance of the coming kingdom. The parables speak very clearly of this coming kingdom. Here's just a, a few examples. Most of you are aware of the parable of the wheat and the tares, and they speak of this present age where both Gentile and Jew, where both saved and unsaved, grow up to together. Uh, but then there's a harvest coming. And in the parable, the true believers are, are taken up first. They're, they're taken up to be with the Lord, while the others remain and face judgment. Now, there are many other parables that speak of the coming kingdom. For example, the parable of the dragnet, uh, the parable of the fig tree, the parable of the wedding feast, the parable of the sheep and the goats, parable of the ten virgins, and also the parable of the talents. All of these, and these are all found in the Gospel of Matthew, all of these parables specifically speak to the coming kingdom. You know, whether you know it or not, you have actually been praying for the coming kingdom if you've been praying the, the Lord's Prayer. Uh, or the Our Father, if you're a Catholic background. You know, Lord's Prayer says, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is a prayer about the coming kingdom. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus teaches his disciples to pray for the coming of God's kingdom on the earth. This implies a, a future aspect of the kingdom um, being established. So, yes, the kingdom is available now because salvation is available to now, to all who will believe. But in a much larger sense, there is so much more to come. You know, Paul explains this in his letter to Titus uh, and tells us uh, that we are going to, what we are going to be doing until the, the Lord returns. In, in verse 1, uh, he says, uh, actually verse 11, he says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, that's the present fulfillment of the kingdom of God. But Paul continues, verse 12, he says, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, 
righteously and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's our theme verse at Prophecy Countdown, verse 13 of, of uh, Titus, uh, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 14, he says, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. You know, these verses all suggest that the kingdom of God is present in the hearts of believers, you know, that here and now, uh, but will also manifest in a much broader, more visible way in the future as Jesus Christ returns. Jesus said that he would go and prepare a place for us. That's verse 14, uh, John 14. And Jesus says, I will come again and receive you to my friend, myself, that where I am, you may be also. Tremendous promise of the return of Jesus Christ. And we believe this happens um, in what's called the rapture of the church. It's also found in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 4 and 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 15. You know, my friends... The signs of the time tell us that Jesus is, is soon returning. Today, the Bible says, is the day of salvation. So keep watching, keep believing, and we'll see you here again soon. Let's pray. Father God, we want to thank you, Lord, for uh, allowing us to... Uh Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse, or end times. Author and pastor Kenneth Baer's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period, including the Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Baer. Get your copy today. Thank you for joining us on Prophecy Countdown with Pastor Ken Baer. Don't leave without first sharing the latest episode with your friends. Be sure to join us again for the latest updates on Prophecy Countdown.